Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Looking back to last year, I don't think it's much of a surprise to why the Dolphins lost. I think Tua's completion percentage was like 30%, something crazy like that. And the Dolphins were actually running the ball pretty well against the Chargers, close to five yards per carry. Gentlemen, both Salvan Ahmed and Devon Achain were present, neither in a red jersey on Wednesday. How does this running game impact the de- the battle against the Chargers, especially when you consider the secret sauce this Miami offense is attacking over the middle? The secret sauce to not going over the middle is to go outside. Don't tell anybody that secret. Well, so, you know, there was a graphic going around on Twitter earlier today about how the Chargers defense struggled mightily against the run. There was a whole lot of numbers on there. I'm not a math guy, not super interested in looking at percentages. All you need to tell me is you can beat the Chargers by running the football. And Mike McDaniel has said time and time again this offseason that he would like to recommit and maybe not even recommit, but just commit Uh, to running the football consistently for the first time as head coach of the Miami Dolphins. I say recommit because his history is as a run game coordinator for a very successful rushing attack in San Francisco. So we know that he has the scheme to get it done. And we've been told all off season by people in the know that the Dolphins will run the ball more this year. Now the Jeff Wilson injury concerns you a little bit. You know, he was the number two guy there. Raheem Mostert seems healthy. For how long? We'll see. But Savan Ahmed had a very, very promising preseason. And Devon A-Chain is back. No uh, red non-contact jersey at practice for him. Uh, So you got a stable of backs that could get the job done. And all three of those guys could hit a home run at any moment. So I do think you're going to see the Dolphins uh, attempt to run the ball a little more consistently this time against the Chargers. And I think they will actually have a little bit more success in doing so. Yeah, I've written down Devon A-Chain as stock-ups, but if you have Devon A-Chain as a stock-up, you have to have Salvin Ahmed right there, right? I mean, his offseason was just, you know, what you saw in preseason, what you heard in, um, throughout camp is just everything you wanted to hear. So, um, you know, beat writers even get confused, uh, Devon A-Chain and Salvin Ahmed based on They're the same guy, right? Yeah, basically. So, yeah, and I also, a spoiler alert, I'm going to be doing a um, – Madden 20 is a man 24 a man 24 sim for the Dolphins Chargers game I actually did it twice now and in both games um I don't even know if I got the full video recording but Raheem Mostert had a monster day so um we're sitting Love here it. talking about Devon A-Chain Salvin Ahmed I think Raheem Mostert's gonna just go off and we're gonna see him breaking you know four or five tackles looking like that Marshawn Lynch Raheem Mostert that we saw <laughs> in the playoffs against the Bills but but the bigger question is how many receptions did Durham Smythe have as many as you want them to have 18 18 <laughs> there it is. all right waiver wire pickup so the the thing too last year the dolphins ran the ball well and i don't think it's as simple as just running the ball more the more you go back and you watch that game i think it's important to keep in mind that this was a passing offense and if you it if a pass falls incomplete all of a sudden second and 10 that running the ball for five yards and third and five doesn't hit the same way so i do think a big issue for the dolphins last year was just stringing together successful plays and you cannot run the football if you don't string together successful plays another thing the pre-snap penalties i think that also hurt miami's ability to run the football you take care of those two things against the chargers yes i'm asking the world i understand that but i think that's how this offense wins the game and and the crazy part here is i could see them loving the run in the first quarter 
Chargers do everything to stop it, and then the Dolphins just throw the ball for three more quarters. I do think you establish the run. It starts with the run, uh, but I'm not going to let Mike McDaniel fool me into thinking he's not just going to try to do a keg stand in the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, I like that. Wouldn't it be cool if he did, though? And wouldn't that be such a Mike McDaniel thing to do? You know, we've already seen seen him vaping on the sidelines. Oh, that was another thing that he brought up in his press availability that he seemed a little testy about. He said there's a lot of, in 2023, there's a lot of creative people doing a lot of creative things creatively. And and you could just see it in his eyes that he was like, man, screw these guys. Like, yeah, I got caught vaping on the sideline. I'm not going to admit that I was vaping on the sideline. I'll allude to the fact that I was vaping on the sideline, but you're not going to get me to say it in those words. And then the, the Chargers come out and they do their little schedule release and they show, you know, anime style Mike McDaniel vaping in the video. And you could just tell that he was just like, man, I really want to kick the shit out of these guys week one. And and maybe it happens. Maybe the Dolphins come out and all of these worries that we have were for nothing. And we put 48 on them and, and Mike McDaniel goes, hey, what about that Brandon Staley defense? His clock management in that game definitely uh, indicates that he was probably vaping on the sideline. I mean, right? <laughs> Wasn't that the game? Is like struggling to get the plays out there. And I mean, that, that's my head. That's our head coach, right? That's something that we uh, fully embrace and la- can laugh about. But um, yeah, he did definitely seemed a little bit testy. And um, we'll see, man. He, he's ready to go out there and, and get blood. I think they all are. Everyone seems like they're fired up for this week one matchup. And um, my most, my saddest memory as a Dolphins fan is. Uh, Stojanovic missing that field goal many, many years ago against the Chargers. So F the Chargers. Can't wait for this game and can't wait to see what that Dolphins defense and offense can do um, in 2023. I think we're all. We mentioned the Jeff Wilson injury and it was the abruptness of it. The fact that, okay, you're not practicing, you're not practicing. Oh, you're on IR. Uh, There are a few players. I think Selvan Ahmed and Devon A-Chain were a couple that we, surprisingly enough, were confident enough to say they're going to be ready for week one. Another player who's going to be ready for week one, and I don't think it was too much of a huge concern, Jalen Waddle. Gentlemen, did you guys – Was the, my quiz meter wasn't on for Jalen Waddle whatsoever. I think it was pretty obvious they were focused on making sure he's healthy. They bubble-wrapped him and, and called it a preseason. My quiz meter, my quizometer, if you will, uh, was, was very, very, very low. And then as a battered Dolphin, like I mentioned earlier, it started to spike a little bit when when recently he still wasn't practicing. And we were like, okay, what the hell's going on here? And you almost wondered if this staff seems overly cautious with injuries, um, mostly from a practice perspective, but it also does seem like they hold guys out of games. Um, And I don't know if that comes from the scrutiny that they received last year for the Tua Tonga Bailoa concussion stuff. It felt like after that, after the Bengals game in particular, um, they started to, there was no nonsense about injuries. If, if you were hurt, you were sitting no matter what it was. So I guess I, I did start to get a little nervous about Jalen Waddle, but to see him back at practice, full go, no red non-contact jersey, that, you know, qualmed my fears. I'm, I'm very, very excited that we'll have our, our two speedsters on the field come Sunday because not only is Jalen Waddle not injured, but Tyreek Hill is not suspended. So there were a couple uh, uh, off-season storylines we were monitor- monitoring uh, regarding these two wide receivers, and it looks like we'll have them both, and they both should be at full strength. Yeah, I'm a pessimist, but I don't think I was ever worried about um, Jalen Waddle at all. I guess I just um, 
again, wonder how he's going to go out there and what type of impact he's going to make, right? I mean, I feel like Jalen Waddle could be every bit as important to this offense and, you know, take that next step, sort of speak, as we might expect out of Tyreek Hill. So um, it's it stoked that Jalen Waddle's out there. But I was never queasy. My queasometer's always been focused on Teron Armstead, and I'm still focused on Teron Armstead. Merrick, we are not going to see you for the remainder of the week. So let's wrap up this show with some predictions. I know you're about to tell me the Dolphins are going to lose 42-7. to <laughs> No, no. You're not going to get that from me. It's funny. I was actually talking with my, my 12-year-old son about this uh, today. Over the last couple seasons, he's really gotten into all sports, really, but uh, Miami Dolphins football in particular, and and he's really amped up for the game on Sunday. And so before anyone else could ask me, he said, Dad, what's your prediction? Who do you think is going to win on Sunday, and what do you think the final score is going to be? And so I'll give you my prediction and final score, and I'll give you his as well. I did predict the Dolphins' victory. I said 26-24. to 24. Okay, how do we get 26-24? The Dolphins uh, score three touchdowns, two field goals, but miss one extra point after one of the three touchdowns. So uh, I think we'll be, we'll be losing 24, 23. We'll be driving, trying to, trying to take the lead and, and uh, kick the game winning field goal. I think we'll all be nervous because of the missed extra point earlier in the game from Jason Sanders, but he will redeem himself and the dolphins will take this one at the buzzer 26, 24. And then my son also predicted a Dolphins victory. He said 24 to 20. And if we can hold Justin Herbert and that potent offense to 20 points, then this Vic Fangio defense is for real. Uh, and that would be a great start for our Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, you want a prediction? <laughs> what is your, what's your daughter say? <laughs> it's funny because my kids absolutely like everything they talk about. They're like, daddy, look, it's dolphin colors and blue and orange. Everything that they, you know, occupies them is blue and orange. I mean, I, I want to be honest and I'm, I'm not going to be honest because dolphin fans would be upset, but I think I'll go 31, 27 dolphins. Uh, this game is one of those that I think when we look at the schedule, um, you know, when I tried to predict the dolphins 2023 season, I think it went both ways. I, I mean, I feel like this is that game. I think could definitely lose right out the gate, but I'm going to go 31, 27 dolphins because, uh, this is a Dolphins podcast. This is another Dolphins podcast, and I am a homer, so 31-27. So I think there's going to be a very awkward, like, middle school, are you looking at me across the gym? Are you just talking to your friend? This is all really weird. Between these two teams, just because I think you're right, Merrick, there's some – I don't want to say bad blood, but I, I genuinely think maybe Tua McDaniel, these guys are kind of annoyed that they have to answer questions about how do we stop Justin Herbert and, and uh, Brandon Staley. But I also think bringing in Kellen Moore, I do think their offense is going to have some hiccups early in the season. I do feel like being at home, the Chargers are going to come out and feel comfortable to run their offense. That being said, I also think about the fact that Dak Prescott, last year they say is arguably his worst year, he had the most interceptions of his career under Kellen Moore, I believe it was. Justin Herbert last year, uh, he had arguably the worst career season of his career, excuse me. And I think he actually, 15 interceptions was his career high. I think this is going to be a situation where the Chargers are very comfortable. They're playing at home. They're in their system. We beat the Dolphins last year. I think they're going to be a little too comfortable. I'm going 31-17 Dolphins. I just think they're going to be so annoyed. I think there, there's no such thing as like, um, you know, I don't really know if it boils down to something like bulletin board material. I don't know if that really has a huge difference, but I genuinely think the Dolphins have approached at least these last couple of weeks with the idea of we are sick of these guys. We are so sick of the Chargers, and I'm not necessarily sure the Chargers can feel that same way against the Dolphins, and that's my spin zone to how I feel the Dolphins are going to kind of kick some butt uh, week one. 